Previously on Rated RPG. Mandy the Mummy. Maurice is dead. Mandy the Mummy. Yeah, Maurice, Maurice is way dead. Maurice is dead. Mandy is no longer blind. Next up is Morbo the Mummy. <laughs> Morbo. Morbo. Oh, he sounds mm -hmm. more scary. Yep, and uh, he say it's Morboing time because Morbing time, you know, would be yeah. copyright right. infringement. Race animated an urn that yes. was kind of laying around there. And then something secret happened, but we don't know what. Yeah. It's a good secret, I'm sure. Yeah. A ghostly apparition appears in front of Race the Roaster. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears and parts, <laughs> to Rated RPG, the actual play show slash podcast, where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. Yeah, this, this ghostly apparition appears before your eyes and doesn't immediately do anything uh, hostile. It appears to be the ghost of some sort of knight. Uh, you recognize the armor that it's wearing, which again is just a ghostly version of armor, as being very reminiscent of the Hell Knights that you've seen. Uh, their corpses and uh, depictions of around here. This Hell Knight, uh, its, its face isn't visible uh, because it's behind a helmet. Uh, and it's just floating there, sort of like in front of you and like staring at you. Then it goes to Sir Reginald Hamstone. I step in front of the ghost. I see what it looks like, what it's wearing. And I plant the butt of the glaive into the ground, into the floor. I take a knee and I bow my head and I say, A spirit of uh, Hell Knight! Hellrider Knight, uh, it is I, Reginald Hamstone. I am at your service and humbly request uh, your assistance in our quest to free Elturel from the grips of Avernus. Uh, yeah, if I said Hell Knight before, I meant Hellrider. <laughs> Thank you for right, correcting Hellrider. me on that. That's, yeah. I said the right thing. You did, you were right. Um, okay, so uh, you guys see that Hamstone uh, sort of takes a break from the combat and uh, is sort of kneeling down in front of this uh, spirit. And it turns to uh, to face Hamstone. Um, but combat is still sort of swirling around you. Um, yeah, I still got a zombie to, I mean, a, 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 a Bumby to fight. I'll, I'll <laughs> a Bumby? Yeah, I got a Bumby. He's a bumbling mummy. Okay, it's time for a little pushy push. I'm just gonna try it. The pushing went, went pretty well. And, well, he's not blind anymore, is he, though? He is not. So how much damage is he taking? 5d8 if I push him into the fire, right? Yes. Uh, yep. A lot of damage. <laughs> Let's just try the pushing then. Here we go. Okay. Come on. Yes! Ooh! Oh yeah, you beat me. Just oh, barely. Yes. Whoa, that was close. Okay. So no more advantages and things. Um. So, uh, what? What? Uh, what, what? Uh, you spend 10 feet of movement and one of your attacks to grapple this mummy and shove it into the fire. So go ahead and roll 5d8 damage as it catches flames. That is... Mm. Ooh! Oh, I like to roll the eight-sided dice. Ooh. <laughs> That's one dead mummy. Yes! I took care of it, guys. There's some more urns down here. I don't know if I should touch them, because, like... <laughs> It might turn into some sort of dude. <laughs> some sort of dude. 
Is that just rats in front of me now? Friendly rats? Yeah. Friendly diseased rats? Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean, Ern? <laughs> Uh, there are rats, but you can you can walk through there. You can occupy their space because they. All right. Well, I don't need tiny. to walk anywhere right now. I'm just gonna kind of hang out and see what's going on with this uh, this dude up top. Maybe I'll actually walk up there. Okay. Wait. Oh, is there still a mummy down there? There is still a mummy down there. <laughs> oh. I can't like stand on the rats, can I? You can. Yep. You can occupy their space because they're just like a swarm of tiny little rats. I can still like push the mummy, couldn't I? You could. You still have one more attack. Well, let's give it a try. I don't know. Okay. Come on. Oh, he got it. No! And this is Morbo, the king mummy. Wait, this is the king mummy? Wait a minute, I thought this was a normal mummy. He just looks like a normal mummy. Dude, this is fucking <laughs> Morbo, okay? You don't fuck with Morbo. Look at that. 19! You ain't got nothing on Morbo. Oh, he's like a special mummy? I didn't know we had that. I thought they were just all regular mummies. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, you weren't paying attention then because Morbo is is not fucking around. Okay, it's Morboing time. I already called oh, well, that. Legally <laughs> distinct from Morbing time. All right, it's Morbo time. All right, fine. Can I move back or will he attack me? Oh, he'll attack you. He will attack you. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, like, big deal, right? Because he's going to attack me anyway. But if the rats are in between, can he walk on the rats? Oh, yeah, he can walk on the rats. So what's the point? I'll just stand there and get uh, paralyzed, probably. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Next up. Get mummy rot. Yeah. Either way. I didn't realize he was a big boy. Before my turn's over, I say, hey, guys, help. I'm talking to a spirit. This is important okay, stuff. Okay, cool. I'll just die then. Bye-bye. Yeah, I'll bring you back. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, there's so many more of them. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, all right. If we are we going to? Oh, you're gonna you're gonna do that guy next. I'll trade you one mummy king for three murder ghosts. Big shot. <laughs> I bought. If you make it murder goats, then I'll do it. <laughs> uh. Oh my god, Aaron, someone who has not abandoned you is that pile of rats that is swarming all over Morbo. <laughs> oh shit, nice. Yep. And they managed to hit Morbo for a whopping six piercing damage, which of course goes down to three because he's resistant. Yeah. Um, but you know, they're not it's abandoning you. Yeah, I mean, they're doing something to him. They're distracting him. They're definitely gonna, you know, they're gonna make it, they're gonna make him slightly, mildly annoyed, at least. Exactly. All right, now it's Morbo the Mummy's turn. So Morbo the Mummy reaches out with a rotting fist, and rather than slamming it into uh, your body, he sees what you've been doing to all of his friends, and it's finally huh? starting to, to, uh -oh. to work inside of his dumb mummy brain. Uh, he attempts to grab a hold of you. <laughs> oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah, very good idea. Do it. Mm -hmm. Do it, man. <laughs> grab a hold of me and push me in the fire. Yeah. Please. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't put me in the briar patch. All right. I got a 17. <laughs> Make an athletics check. All righty. I hope he doesn't push me in the fire. That would be pretty rough for someone like me. <laughs> uh, eh, eh, uh, athletics. Hey, uh, 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 oh, Fourteen. yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah. He is going to spend all of his movement. So he drags you through the fire and yeah. puts you on the other side of him. 
Oh boy. So, I don't like this. I don't yep. like what's happening here. I feel I feel um a little violated. Yep. So you not only take 5d8 fire damage, but you are also now on the other side of Morbo. And now everyone's just up talking to some fucking ghost. <laughs> okay, 23 fire damage. How does that sound from your own but spell? Sound, it sounds like I'll take half damage from that. Yeah, I know. So what is that? <laughs> 11? 11. Yeah, it's uh, better than nothing, which is what his rotting fists would have done. All right, well, my temp hit points, so that I actually take one point of damage. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. See, th it, that's why we're talking to ghosts up here, because you yeah. clearly have shit under You don't control. believe in this threat? Come on. No, I don't believe in the single mummy threat to you. <laughs> okay, Race, your turn. Um, after seeing what Hamstone did, I also uh, take taking me and then I look up at the nearest ghost to me and I say, um, dearest hell riders, we have meant no harm. I only used I'm assuming your 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 whatever and I did it because I saw that there might be a great power that could help us defeat this vile evil. Are you here to murder me? <laughs> okay. Uh, so you you say all that, and that's going to be like a, a free a free action. So if you want to do anything else in your turn, you can. You are a little bit surrounded by these ghosts, but I'm quite surrounded. Um, you do feel like you could probably pass through them. I mean, they are ghosts. Ooh, that's true. And, I mean, I'm worried about the attack of opportunity being a thing, but mm. I mean, I'm crafty. I got good luck, as we've seen that once. Uh, okay going to do this. I'm going to run through the one that's down from me and try to get under hamstone and go towards my rats. Okay. Uh, is there like an attack of opportunity I gotta be worried about? Why don't you go ahead and do your movement and then I'll tell you if yes, sir. you get attacked. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and give you a uh, arcana check right now with advantage. Oh, with advantage, I'll get an eight instead of a six. Mm -hmm. I believe. Nice. Okay. Uh, roll it one more time. Nineteen. Oh okay. yeah, there you go. Now you know. There you go. Okay, so you, um, in plotting your little course for where to go, uh, you you pause for a moment just as you're about to uh, sort of like end your turn uh, in that square, and you remember. The few times that uh, Dababi has cast Wall of Fire out of his shield. Uh, and you remember him saying uh, late one night as you guys were huddled around a campfire. Uh, Dababi saying, Well, you know, if I cast Wall of Fire, you sure don't want to <laughs> be on the hot side when you're done with your turn. It'll send you Oh my god, I must hairs. have been fucking wasted to sound like that. What was wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> and you... Well, you know, <laughs> I'm a Disney character tonight, you guys. <laughs> oh, it's what everybody sounds like to race. <laughs> I'm so small, my eardrums don't work right. <laughs> you know that if you end right where you're standing, you're gonna take a whole lot of damage. I'm gonna be turned into the literal roasted. Um. Okay. So what should I do? Should I stay by the rats? But that's still kind of close to the ghost. And if I can go through them, then they can go through Hamstone. Ooh, ooh. 
You know what? Actually, I'm gonna go and help my boy the body. So I can move 30 feet, but I did go through hamstone, so could I? No, I'm not gonna be able to get away from that fire if I continue down, probably, right? This, and then can I still yell at Morbus? Mor Morbin? Morbo? Morbo, yeah. Yeah, you can. Morbin Burnson. I think if the ghosts were gonna kill me, they would have by now, right? Yeah, they, yeah, they didn't attack one. you. It's true. I want to go help out the Bobby. So if you want to drop me over here to this bottom left, let's just see. I'm going to call her Bluff. Okay. What could go wrong? And then I say to Morbo, Hey, old bitch! Look at you! Did you see what happened to all your friends? They got turned into deep-fried money, assholes. You're up next! I'm about to use your bones for britches! That's right! <laughs> <laughs> Mommy Bone Bridges is gonna be your name, Morbo. Don't ask how I know your name. I can sense it in your fear. Kiss my ass, and then I roll. Wow. Beats Nasty mockery. Actually, I don't think you have to roll anything. I have to make a uh, wisdom save. Ooh, he ain't smart though. He yeah. ain't got the wisdom for this. Oh, oh holy smokes! He you guys are just constantly underestimating Morbo. I'm not we sure. Really are. <laughs> Tough crowd, Morbo. Yeah. What is? You guys got to get real for a second. Because this is Morbo. Um, <laughs> yeah, your your insults uh, wash off of this mummy like water off a duck's back. He don't care. Um, oh, thanks for trying to help me, little buddy. I gave him my shot to Bobby. This is how and I'm doing I, his voice from now on. I'm, uh, please do. I'm <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna mess up all of the yeah, the uh, continuity oh. of Bobby. So. <laughs> I'll have to go back and have you do ADR for the 77 episodes of the podcast. <laughs> oh, you know what? But it might actually be worth it. it might be worth it. Uh, I'm gonna win my bonus in my dancing item towards Morbo, uh -huh. um, and I gotta see, I, I don't remember its uh, running distance, but I can find out. Oh, it can move 30 by 30 and it can fly. Mm -hmm. Is it possible to fly over that wall or is it um, up to the ceiling? Um, ooh, good, good question. Uh, ceiling is 10 feet high. So yes, it's it goes all the way up to the ceiling. I just wanted my dancing item run through the fire and head butt Morbo while on fire, because that'd be badass. That would be. Is, is that a thing it can do, or will it have to fight the fire to get to Morbo? No, I can just fly through the fire. Okay, but will that insult the ghosts, because I'd be setting one of their urns on fire? You gotta stop worrying about what the ghosts are gonna do. They gonna do what they gonna do. You can't stop fish from swimming, you can't stop ghosts from murdering. I'm just gonna do what I need to do to feel good about my decisions. I'm a strong black halfling, and I don't need no ghosts. <laughs> And I say, dancing item, attack Morbo, the mega bitch. Your dancing item uh, immediately locks on like a heat-seeking missile to Morbo and flies towards him. Five, 10, 15. Uh, okay, so passing through the wall of fire, it takes some damage. <clears throat> I'm gonna hope, hopefully it doesn't die immediately. That wasn't too much damage. It was only 19 fire damage. Um, nice, and it has 60 hit points, so it's at okay. 39. 60, 41. 41 hit points left. Uh, and then it uh, reaches Morbo and go ahead and roll a d20 for its attack. Oh, here we come, here we come. Big hits! That is going to hit, actually, for sure. Ooh. I knew it the whole time. 
Yeah. And then roll a d10 plus four for your damage. D10. 11 points of force damage as the uh, former burial urn that contains some sort of ash. You're not entirely sure what it is, but you can guess, I think, uh, what is in there uh, as it begins flying out of the urn. Uh, as it's spinning around in the air and attacking things. You're very careful not to breathe in any of the the dust that's falling out of this urn, because that sounds gross. But yeah, Morbo is still kicking, and it is Lulu's turn. Um, she's not really much of a combatant here in this fight, so she's just going to follow Glubjeg. She's a little afraid. Uh, then Glubjeg, your turn. Uh... <gasps> oh my Jag. god, Brad! Oh my god, he's turned into a ghost! Oh! He's been a ghost this whole time. Oh shit, I knew it. Oh my god, did Brad die of COVID last month? He died of COVID four <laughs> weeks ago, you guys. He was never even here in the first place. Oh. I never even knew a Brad. <laughs> his expression right now is looking, it looks like he's looking at his computer like, are you really doing this again? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to have to... <laughs> Infernal Dante says, Then who was Dungeon Pizza? <laughs> Dungeon Pizza was all the friends you made along the way. <laughs> also, uh, is Morbo immune to ball bearings? That's the question. Mm. He might slip and slide his way into that firewall again. <laughs> hey, guys, look, I'm the Dungeon Master. Now... What you need to know about these mummies, especially Morbo, is that he can't be insulted, he, <laughs> he can't be beaten by regular means. But what does really infuriate him is pouring his water bottle into a dude ranch. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I can see that being making someone angry. I heard, Jason, I heard that uh, he could be affected by st strapping him to a lady and cre creating life. <laughs> uh, I also was told by Morbo that when he comes home at night, if his mommy Mandy's not there, he gets cancer. <laughs> I've always been bad at this game. I'm never going to change. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Damn it. That's what you get. Hey, me. it's Brad. He's back alive again. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I had to broadcast my laptop into a deer hunter. It's all good. We got to hear Dion Rolf. How was it? It was great. It was as expected. It was just. Nah, it was, <laughs> Look, I'm, I'm here to give the gold tonight, man. That's all I'm here for. I saw, uh, uh, let's see, a highlighted message from Eli. It says, don't forget about your pet unicorn. The pet unicorn, I Ooh. think, is supposed to be on the way. Didn't you send one of your rats? No, uh, he, yelled, he uh, used telepathy to oh, tell it. Come, come. come. Okay. Yeah, the unicorn is on its way. Uh, right. It's going to arrive right <laughs> as the fight ends. So, Brad, it's your turn. Is it? Yeah. Okay. I, everything was frozen on my computer. I was like, okay. Am I talking? Yes. Yeah. You're okay. taking your turn. Call him Elsa because everything's frozen. Am I right? Hey. Whoa. Yeah. Let it go. Let it go, dude. <laughs> it sounded like it sounded like you made Cat laugh, Emery. So good work. I, I did. I did make her right. laugh. Some folks have strong opinions about meat. They'll tell you that farm-raised beef is real meat. Pork, lamb, 
goat, chicken. Yeah, that's all real meat too. But it takes a lot of land, a lot of crops, and a whole lot of work to make a pork chop. And that's not just expensive, it's also dangerously inefficient. Now, you hear that sizzle? Well, that's a different kind of real meat. It's real tender. It's real juicy. It's just as real as the best pot roast or leg of lamb you've ever tasted. Best part is it's 100% sustainable. And instead of being a drain on the environment, it helps heal the environment. It leaves virtually no pollution behind and it grows 20 times faster than a beef steer. Man, I wish you could smell this. But that's not how podcasts work. The next time you're in the mood for a nice thick burger or hearty stew, think about making it with rot grub instead. Rot grub. Now that's real meat. Paid for by the Rot Grub Checkoff. I'm not sure everything that's happened in the last 10 minutes. Let me mostly just... jokes, Brad. It's mostly been jokes. <laughs> okay. Let me we just... have some ghosts and we have a Morbo, yeah? Let me describe to you what you see, though, because the, wall, see, of, yeah. the wall of fire is opaque and it's oh. 10 feet high. So that means that it goes all the way up to the ceiling. So you, okay. you cannot see Morbo or anything that's happening back there. All you can really see is Hamstone, and he's sort of like kneeling in reverence uh, to these two ghosts. Not reverence, that's not really the, it's respect. He's kneeling respectfully to these two ghosts that are All dressed, right. they, they're, they appear to be ghosts of Hell Riders. They are not making any threatening movements or motions, but they also haven't said anything yet. I'd like to think that when Morbo like dragged me through the firewall, that Brad could see my face for a second going like, <laughs> <laughs> because it wasn't really hurting me very much and I was giggling about it. Just as like a dream vision. Yeah. Like, but did I see Bobby's face in that fire for a second? And then he was dragged out of it. <laughs> well, uh, like, un until the moving credenza got out of the way, I couldn't really see anything. Yeah. I just noticed there's fire there now. Yeah, you don't see any targets to shoot unless you want to shoot the ghosts. Uh... Wait, you so, saw you saw a credenza, Brad? Oh boy, you must be you must be hallucinating, buddy. I don't think there was a credenza. Pretty sure it was just some like vases or something, but I could be wrong. Yeah? <laughs> it was an urn. Yeah. It was an <laughs> That giant animated thing that was in front of me? Yeah, it was pretty it was small, hard, actually. Yeah. It was the size of a small child. Oh, okay. Um, Glubjack used to sit on those when he was a kid, or put right, put drinks on them. Okay, so, like, all I, do, do these ghosts look uh, violent, or...? Uh, they haven't done anything violent yet, no. Can I get a quick phrase in as a bonus action or a free action? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can say something. You can also make a religion check, see if you know anything about ghosts. Useless. Uh, yeah, you don't really know too much about ghosts. You know they're undead, but that's about it. All right, so I can really only see Hamstone. <laughs> He's just like chatting with them amiably. Yeah. What do you need help with there, Reggie? Shh, quiet, I'm trying to praise these ghosts. What's behind this firewall? I don't know, I'm trying to praise these darn tootin' ghosts. I think you right. should hack it. I think you should restart Steam. The firewall. What's going on? What? Something happening? No, nothing's happening. 
Okay. Yeah, your firewall's preventing you from playing the game. <laughs> oh, Open the ports. That's because I have the Windows Defender on. <laughs> Turn that shit <laughs> off. All right, well, I... Uh, do I hear any cries of distress from behind the fire or anything? You hear cries of joy from Dababi. No you, no, you don't. You hear me? I was talking to Race, and I said, <laughs> Well, thanks for trying to help me there, little buddy. <laughs> He's getting more southern every time you talk. <laughs> you in trouble? The Goofy, are you in trouble? Yeah, help. Yeah, I did actually say that before as well, and you may have heard it. I have no idea where you are. So are, we still, either... are we still all communicating like mentally, or is that was that just a thing that we did like previously? No, no, we're still doing it. Oh. Right? That's that spell for it. Rare yeah. telepathic bond. Hours. Nice. I'm gonna yeah, ask, so... Where are you behind the wall? I'm down at the far end. Uh, this mummy's got me uh, tr pinned in here, and the the rats are doing their best, but uh, it's not enough. Here, I'm gonna try something. Oh God. So I'm gonna cast Wall of Wind. Okay. I can kind of see race, I think, because the wall doesn't go all the way up. Oh, sure, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to make a, a wall of wind that's, like, pointing towards the wall of fire. Push the fire into the mummy. <laughs> yes. Oh. So he'd get the bludgeoning damage and the fire damage. Wind wall. Wind wall, it's called. Wind wall. Oh, just wind wall. Wind wall. Oh, wind wall. Yeah. Sorry. Wonder wall. Okay, wind wall. Okay. When the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a strength saving throw. Trying to figure out what this would do realistically here. All right, I'll say that the combination of these spells, what it would do is it would, let's just say it would reverse the uh, direction that the heat is coming off of the wall of fire. You know, like right okay. now the heat's emanating out to the right side. But if you cast this wind right. wall on, on the right side, blowing to the left side, it'll blow all the hot air back through the wall of fire towards the left side. And, and Dababi told me where he was. Dababi told him where he was, and he doesn't know that the dancing item is, is there. So I got the uh, wind wall up there, and um, it is going to... I'm going to say that yeah, in order for it to work the way that you want it to work, it's going to have to be like right up next to the firewall because it doesn't actually, uh, it doesn't really, the way that the wind wall works is it sort of creates wind in a small, like one foot wide area. Um, so yeah. if you basically put it like right up against the wall of fire, that will interfere with it. Now, it, it doesn't do any bludgeoning damage because it says that it only deals the damage to creatures that are in the area when it appears. So only creatures that the okay. like line would be passing through would take the damage. Well, the fire fire damage is more than the bludgeoning damage. So. It is. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm. I'm. I would just like to point something out here. Okay. Now he's combining the wind and the fire. Is it possible that he's creating some sort of like you know minor tornadoes? <laughs> Fire tornado. Could be like tornado oh, damage or, you know. Oh, look at Jason's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fire tornado time. Heck yeah. All right, Drama. so that was Glubjeg's very complicated turn. Now it is finally time for the ghosts to speak. Well, wait. Wait, what, doesn't take the wind do anything? Uh, the... So the way that the the wall of fire works is at the at the end of a creature's turn, if it's within the area of the heat, then it takes damage. So you've now reversed the heat, so it's coming off of the left side of the wall instead of the right side of the wall. Okay. 
Oh, uh, that also means that you would be taking damage if you end your turn where you are. So you might want to uh, finish moving. I will? Yeah, because uh, the, the square that you are uh, in is within 10 feet of a section of the wall of fire that is still oh, got it. blowing hot air to the right. Yeah, so you're going to want to... This wall of fire is blowing all over the place. Just like that new word, that new slang word we learned. Oh, you're talking about pushing P? <laughs> no, not, not pushing P. <laughs> We're pushing P tonight, I swear we are. We are, you're right. You're definitely right about that. <laughs> ghost time. So the ghosts uh, that, the first one that appeared, that you immediately uh, sort of spoke to, Hamstone, uh, a, a very strange, unearthly voice uh, emanates from behind the helm. Uh, and you can't even quite tell whether this is a male or female, uh, uh, just some sort of uh, knight covered in uh, armor from head to toe. And the voice, it almost sounds like a chorus of different voices coming from it. And uh, it says, Save us, help, put us to rest. It takes quite a long time to actually say those words. Uh, so it is done with its turn. Then it is your turn. We can all hear this. Yes. We already tried to put him to sleep. Come on. Uh, I say, uh, with the assistance of Hor's mighty power, I shall, I shall save you. With my friends, we are the Gorgeous Phoenix Brigade. I said that. <laughs> I said that mostly because I knew race would light up you know <laughs> I like, he likes it when we say that when people say the name he likes it so i said it anyways we're gonna help you all of us are gonna help i'll make sure that you are put to rest proper like and uh, we won't use no more of your ash urns to smash it <laughs> <laughs> all righty uh, oh i'd also add at the end like uh oh yeah by the way how <laughs> yes thank you i was hoping you'd ask that that's a good question uh, do you want to do anything else with your turn, like, while you're talking? He well, checks his pants to make sure he brought his wallet. Oh, uh, yeah, I feel the back. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's the chain, and there's the wallet. Yep. Got it. <laughs> chain wallet. <laughs> All right. Otherwise, it'll fall out, and I'm, I'm kind of a chunky dude. I don't always feel it when it falls out of there. <laughs> uh, to Bobby, your turn. Yes. Excellent. Finally. Finally. Oh. Keep in mind, you are currently grappled, so you can't move. But you can do everything else as normal. I don't need to. I don't need to move to uh, burn th this guy, right? With burning hands, maybe. Oh yeah, you can cast burning hands. Sure. I think I could. I think I could. No problem. All right, let's do it. I'm gonna do it at level three just to be cool. Wow, level three burning hands. You don't see that every day. No, you don't. Okay. All right. So that's. Hold going... on a second. What? Can I just pause for a second? Wall of Fire says, when the wall appears, each creature within its area must make a dexterity saving throw or take 5d8 fire damage. Didn't I basically just create a wall because I reversed this direction? Yeah, but nothing is in its area because the area is only where the actual wall is. Okay. So when um, when this wall of fire was initially created, there actually were a few mummies that were like standing right where the line was. And those mummies had to make those saves and those mummies were instantly destroyed pretty much because they took so much damage. Uh, okay. Uh, but you, you, you can't uh, create a wall in an area that you can't see. 
And so you couldn't have created this wall in an area where it could have actually hit anything. Okay. Does that make sense? Uh, can't I make a case that I pushed the fire? Uh, pushed the entire wall? Uh, yes. Um, I don't know. That That feels like that would be breaking the consistency of the wall. You'd have like two squares that weren't attached anymore to okay. the wall. And I just don't think, especially because Wall of Fire is a higher level spell, I just really don't think Wind Wall should be able to do that. I've kind of given you the whole, oh, it reverses the, the polarity of the fire damage. Like, it, I thought it would do a lot more do than that. that. Yeah, but it definitely All is. Right. It definitely is useful. So we can here. drop brontosauruses on things, and it's just fine. But <laughs> putting yeah. a, a wind wall by a wall of fire doesn't really do anything. It do what are you talking about? It totally does something. Just, just wait, because okay. now Morbo right. literally has nowhere he can go. All right. Uh, without taking okay. damage, he doesn't. He has yeah. nowhere to go. Exactly. All right. Overruled. All right, to Bobby. What were you trying to do again? Burning handsing. Uh, I'm gonna try to do the 15 foot cone in a way that it won't hit anyone but him. Should be doable. Totally. I can just throw it into the wall of fire, where it will join the wall of fire and probably get winded back towards him. Um, <laughs> exactly. And he's going to get 5d6 worths of damage. Uh, he has to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, he is not good at that. But then again, he is Morbo, so he can do anything. No, he can't. He can do oh. anything. Oh! God, he can do anything. <laughs> Fucking Morbo. Dude. God damn it. With his minus one. He, he passed. <laughs> Morbo, he the whole jackass. <laughs> Alright, 5d6 then, half, half damage after okay. I rolled damage. Come on. All right, he takes 10 points. Oh, he actually takes the full damage because Morbo is vulnerable to fire like all mummies are. Good, yes. so 21 points. Yeah, ouch. All right, well, the, that burning hands was very effective, uh, but Morbo manages to definitely dodge out of the way of most of the fire. Uh, but you see that the fire that did connect burned like a massive hole through, uh, through his body. Yeah, yeah, where are you gonna go? Asshole, get ready to s wait. Uh, oh yeah, that's all I can do. I can't. Um, I can't do anything if I do it other than a spell. So uh, now he's Sorry. now he's less bow. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. I like that. Uh, you could do a bonus action. Do you, I think you can restore your temp hit points with a bonus action, right? Oh yes, I'll do that. Thank you. Uh, all right. One of the other ghosts, the one that's uh, sort of between race and hamstone uh, begins to speak and similarly it's almost like a collective of like 50 different voices are coming out of these ghosts and you asked it how right how can they uh, how can you help them we are bound to Gerald Holanthius and he is bound and uh, that is all this ghost manages to say. But the next ghost takes over. Olympias is changed much like we are, but there is still good in him. And then uh, that is it for the ghosts. The rats go now. 
Um, if Atlantis. Yeah. Does that name ring a bell to anyone? My cousin Atlantis from Atlanta. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. It's not supposed to ring a bell. You guys have never heard. Okay, good. I was like, uh... <laughs> Okay, so the swarm of rats is going to swarm all over Morbo, try to bite him, and then move back into the safety of uh, Dababi Square. Come on, rats. That's a hit. Oh, my God. Rats hit. Wow. For one damage. (laughs) Good job, rats. Good on ya. Good on ya. And then the other swarm of rats doesn't really have anywhere to go, so they just kind of chill. All right, finally, it's Morboing time again, yet again. Uh, Morbo still has you grappled, and you didn't uh, get out of the grapple in your turn. No, no, I want to be pushed into the fire again. Please, please push me into the fire again, stupid. (laughs) Yeah, and because it doesn't take an action for him to move you outside of just the move action, he is going to attempt to slam you with his rotting fist and then also move you into the fire. I wish you all the best, Morbo. Oh, dang it, so close, 18. Uh, I mean, I guess not that close, but. Uh, okay, he uh, pushes you into the fire, so you take your damage. 20 damage, halved down to 10. Oh no, my tamp hit points, please. And then at the end of his turn, he takes damage from yeah. the wall of fire. <laughs> so Slash wall of air. Yeah. Or fire, Wendy. Wendy, Wally. Wally, Wendy. <laughs> From the combo spell, double wall action. So, Glubjeg, since you're the one who made this happen, why don't you go ahead and roll 5d8? Combo, double wall action. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Got ourselves a wombo combo. 19 damage. <laughs> nice. uh, you are... Uh, thrust into the fire to Bobby and uh, what? Yeah, you're, you're still thrust in the fire. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm still thrust in the fire. Yeah, I'm smiling through it though at uh, Glubjag. <laughs> you get slightly uncomfortable due to the warmth, but it's really not not that bad. And then you're sort of left in the fire uh, as you feel the the grip weaken and eventually completely leave. And when you step out of the wall of fire, Morbo is no more. Oh! What? He's no no Morbo. Yeah. (laughs) No Morbo! Now I feel better about my decision. And we are out of combat. I don't really know. I don't know what happened Uh, still. Morbo. Ah, Morbo. (laughs) We had such fun. Oh, yeah. He was a tough one for a weak guy. He was fun. He was fun to play with. Aaron, he was just a regular mummy. Yeah, there was nothing special about him. You said he was the king. You okay. said he was the king of mummies. Because <laughs> he was lucky. Yeah. You, just, you, you like scared the living shit out of me because I was like, I'm going to get paralyzed and killed instantly because he's the king of mummies. <laughs> he was just the only mummy who actually did anything. Everyone else just died. I thought I was just fighting, you know, like hams, and you were like, no, it's Budweiser. <laughs> oh, wait. I don't know if that's an upgrade from Hams. But... <laughs> it's actually not. Uh, I think Hams is probably I was gonna better. Say, one of those, I could get a 30-pack for like $8. And I think... Nowadays, Hams is premium. Oh, dude. Yeah, they sell it in bars. And I'm like, come on, have some self-respect. Give me two. <laughs> uh, so as the, uh, the fight dies down, you guys notice that there aren't any more mummies. Uh, or any more of those wraiths that uh, race disturbed. Um, it's only these three ghosts who are here in the room with you. Uh, and uh, Hamstone is having something of a conversation uh, with them. 
I'm gonna assume that you stop concentrating on these wall spells because you certainly yeah. Otherwise, the room is a crazy place. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gonna make it hard to like stand anywhere. Chris says, "What's the Wisconsin beer nowadays? The Wisconsin beer? Oh boy. Hmm. It depends on you. I think who you ask and where you're at. Like, are you a dive bar person? Are you a swanky bar person? Are you a house party person? You can find okay. Ice House at a house party. But in terms of like beers it's that are terrible, brewed in get... Wisconsin. The well, Wisconsin beer that's brewed? Yeah. Oh, well, I really like uh, Lakefront or um, Milwaukee Brewing Company. Yeah. Spotted Cow still not like the thing? I, I mean, just always go there. It is, I guess. It's but old, I don't but... like it. I, yeah, I don't like it. I, really? I liked it for a little while and then I got really sick of it and it tastes gross now to me. I don't know why. Yeah, it's a little Fair too enough. sweet for me. I'm a silo is pretty good. Oh, Chris the says old, cheap and mass produced. Yeah. Uh, cheap um, and mass produced would be. I think we're still mostly best. a Miller state, aren't we? The PBR maybe. Oh. Yeah, PBR. Yeah, How about PBR? PBR. Yeah. I think PBR. Uh, yeah, the champagne PBR. of booze. PBR is the go-to. <laughs> PBR's turned into kind of like a hipster beer, though. I don't know if I don't know if you're like average Wisconsin rando. Is going to be a PBR person. I don't know. I feel like those of us who are pushing P might still enjoy a PBR. Listen, trust me. If there's one P I'm pushing, it's PBRs and it's Pat Smears. You can get them both down at the... Nope. <laughs> Peanut butter for me. Pancetta. That's what I push. <laughs> Jesus pushing pancetta, guys. No cap on any of this. All facts, so... All right. Well, uh, wait, you, wait, wait. What? Okay, wait. You can get, just give me one more. Okay. Infernal Dante says to quote Dion from Beer and Board Games, PBR for young douchebags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that still your opinion? Well, I drink them, so I'm talking about me, but I'm not young. I'm 33 now. I'm like quasi middle aged douchebag, you know? <laughs> I'm a charmeleon stage of life at this point, so. Yeah. Charmeleon. Yeah. <sighs> All right. That's a Pokemon. Uh, Aaron. <laughs> yes, thank you. Charmeleon. <laughs> you know, you know who else is a is a Pokemon, Emery. Who? Who else? Torgo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. Actually, he could say more than just Torgo. But if all he could say was Torgo, then he would be a Pokemon for sure. But if you if you knock him down, it takes him a half an hour to stand up. <laughs> So uh, Lulu eventually notices these ghosts once all the wind and fire is gone from the room. And she sort of like uh, flops her her wing ears over and uh, and sort of nuzzles up next to Hamstone. And is like, oh, I think I recognize some of these voices. And uh, the, the ghosts sort of like look down at, at Lulu and they all kind of say in unison, um, we fought and died. Alongside the angel Zariel, when she waged war here in Avernus, Lulu said, "Yes, thank you all for your sacrifice. I'm so sorry that the crusade had to end in failure, but we'll do whatever we can to help y'all." Um, and the ghosts continue. They say, "Most of Zariel's generals and Zariel herself, all." have fallen and transformed into fiends. Lulu is like, oh, heavens, no. What, what were their names again? I forget, I forget that I'm having some memory issues, you know? I'm not really, uh, not really doing so hot. I think I might've had too much alcohol. 
And uh, <laughs> the ghosts, they say, One of them, Heruman, haunts a hill. Do you guys uh, remember that name? We've we been there. We don't know about it. No. We've been there. <laughs> it's been months since we played, you know, and at this point it's been years, I think, since Heruman's Hill, so. It was all the trees with the people on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember the guy oh, who was yeah, yeah, chasing in the t- fire tornado? Yeah. Oh yeah, that was that was crazy. That was spooky. That was an intense time yeah. for all of us. Hey, so uh, I asked the ghost. Now, what is the name of the commander? The colonel? Uh, what? What? We gotta put him down. Felius, one of Zeriel's generals, Olanvius. We are bound to his service, and he is bound to Zeriel. He killed himself to avoid eternal damnation when he knew that Zeriel had fallen to evil. But his death did not end his servitude. It continues in death. Where would we find this uh, Olanthius? We do not know where he is now, but you may be able to find his quarters somewhere in these crypts. Oh, okay. Exploring then. Wait, was he the vampire guy? No, he oh. is something far more terrifying. More terrifying than a vampire? A night of death. Oh. A death night. Hamstone turns <laughs> turns around. Oh, oh holy cow, uh, Bobby, your wand is just going crazy. I know. I can see it's it shaking. <laughs> vibrating like nuts. I really wish we could, you know, are we done talking to these guys? Because I really want to go check out what's going on here with the, you know, my vibrating wand. Hype train! Hype train! Hype train! Hi, it's Jason. I'm breaking into the Rated RPG podcast to explain what's happening right now. If you only listen to the podcast and you don't watch the live stream and you're unfamiliar with Twitch, the platform on which we live stream, then this might be a little confusing. Let me break it down for you. Our amazing fans help support the show in many different ways through Patreon, patreon.com slash Rated RPG, and also by buying us shots during the show, which has been happening in this particular live stream a little bit more than usual. So everybody's feeling really loose and a bit shouty. Anyway, we have another way that fans support us in Twitch by donating bits, which is electronic currency used by Twitch, and those donations add up and stack up, and at certain key times, a hype train is in effect. The more funds that are raised, the more bits that our fans donate to the show, the more levels we add to the hype train. So bear with us as we're all a little bit drunk at this point, and a hype train is really exciting, and I think we all forget that we're playing D&D for a bit. If we make it to, if we make it to level two... Wait, are we on level two hype train? No, no. See, that's it's confusing because it says level yeah. two, but that's the, okay. the the level that we're working on. Mm. We're twenty percent. Yeah. Took me two. like two years nice. to figure that out. I still haven't it, figured it I out. I eventually did. Ooh, yeah, no, Emory has. Brad goes topless. <laughs> <laughs> he seems like maybe he'd want wants it. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I, have, I have trouble reading people. I don't I feel like that might dissuade people from increasing the hype train. I could be wrong. Fifty-fifty. Uh, <laughs> go either I've way. I've got no Gynomastia? I do. All right. Somebody so, told me. Okay. Um. <laughs> Hippa. Hippa. Yes. Hippa. 
He's he can't talk about it because of HIPAA. HIPAA. <laughs> HIPAA. <laughs> HIPAA filter. Wow. Brad has no HIPAA filter. Dang, Infernal Dante Whoa. just gave a thousand oh, bits. Sir. Oh man, we're Ooh, just about to level sir. two. Infernal Dante sent a thousand bits. Says this is all I've got. All I've got. We've got to get to level three. Great White Spark gives it a tier one sub. Hey. Plus level two. Yeah, I'm guys, so because level three is when things start getting really fun in D and D. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Level three, y'all don't even want to know the kind of bullshit that comes out of my mouth. But you do. You really do. <laughs> you go back and listen to the episodes and find oh, out. Shit. <laughs> Vanguard oh, King Brad or VKB oh. he sent 1,500 to push us He's into uh, level two. I don't know. Did it take us to level two? Level three. Level two complete. Level two complete. And then after sure. the confetti sure. stops falling. All right, now we're working on level three. Uh, now, holy <laughs> shit, Alden sent 1750. Oh. We're almost to level three. Oh my God, oh. Alden. Oh. I guess oh. I got to take off my shirt at level three. Uh, I, I don't happens. even know what to call you, but it's all. Brad's taking off his shirt <laughs> and probably... everyone will stop watching. And then uh, <laughs> we should what? all like, we, we should probably do shots or a shot anyway. Can uh, we get kicked off Twitch you if we show nipples? I'll go topless. No. I'll do it, Brad. Oh, no, oh my God. My nipples are <laughs> you should look. I'll show. I'll show Titty. I will show Titty. I don't want to get removed from Twitch because of Titty's on a D and D stream. Oh my god! <laughs> it's June, man. I'm buying. So let's just say they buy Titties. They ain't gonna kick off buying Titties, right? Okay. Yeah, okay. His manliness. Um, Squid Lips gifted a tier one sub. Wow, Brad, <laughs> that, that deserves that deserves uh, inspiration, Doc. Gotta say, Brad. Oh yeah, <laughs> taking the shirt off for sure. And we got enough bits donated that I think we should gonna dole out a couple more shots here. I'm gonna roll the. Uh, oh, I got it. I'm gonna roll the dice. Mister Jinxie says, "Stop, Brad. I can only get so hard." <laughs> Yen's doing the stomach slapping. I'm gonna dole them out here. What do we got? A three. Emery, that's you. Hey. Level three, baby. Emery's gonna take one and seventeen. I believe that's Brad. Brad's gonna take one. Oh, hey. as we like to call him, we're almost yeah. to level four. Shirtless. Vanguard King Brad and Jerry gifted five tier one subs Whoa. to the community. Holy shit! Now Craig so Saturn donated madness. a thousand. We have just reached level four. This is turning into a party. Craig Saturn just earned a seventy-five k bits badge. Wow. Oh, nice job, Craig. Cheers, by the way. Okay, we got another shirt coming off. We got more cheers shirt. Cheers and cheers. <laughs> wow. Brad started a trend. Yep. Uh, I, I think it's ending with Dion. This. <laughs> no, Jason's next. Jason, Jason's next. Yep. Jason, don't leave well, us we hanging. Hit, if we hit, People, what do we got to hit? Another level? Or what do we? What, <laughs> Yeah, if we hit level five. The hair comes down this and the is, shirt comes off. This <laughs> is indeed a role-playing Dungeons and Dragons stream that you've just joined. If you just joined, somehow. it is uh, on OnlyFans.com. But uh, you know, <laughs> it's kind of warm. It's summer, oh, so you know, we're just uh, it's hot. we do better role-playing when we don't have when we're not overheated. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> How are you going to put this part into the podcast, Jason? Uh, <laughs> it's so visual. Level five is the final level. Yep. Oh, we got to get there, man. Oh, Mr. Dixie says, I'd like to see Critical Role do that shit. <laughs> yeah. I don't think they'd be able to get away with it. I don't think they would. No, we fly under the radar just enough. Until tonight. Speaking of flying under the tonight. radar, we just hit our 20,000 oh! download. <laughs> 
Oh, right. It's true. <laughs> guys, the podcast just Greg reached 20,000 downloads, and now we are here. Yeah. Oh, my God, there it goes. Vanguard King Brand donated 5-2 with subs. And then Craig Satter donated 500 bits, and then Jerry donated five more subs, and we made it to level five. And Jason fucking Stevens Whoa. is about yeah. to <laughs> Hey. <laughs> there you go. Welcome to Fat Boys in the Basement. I yeah. love this. This is amazing. Oh uh, man. Yeah. I, this should. How, how did we not think of this when we were coming up with the rated RPG? It'll be a stream of nu nude middle-aged men playing Dungeons and Dragons. Everyone wants yes. to see that. Yes. We probably <laughs> should re. We should probably rename the. Uh, the whole like show i think that's right come on jason give the people what they yeah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, know, you guys have seen mine and emery's nips already so <laughs> it's not as exciting to be honest snips for the streets yes 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 oh guess throw up says level five is a really good deal for this much fat material <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I can't believe we made it to level five. This is this is crazy. Oh, no. It's a great hype train. This is a good. No, this man. is the best one yet. The best hype train. You yeah. can't get better than that. No, you can't. <sighs> the French. I mean, the algorithms could definitely consider us women boobs for sure. <laughs> Jinx, yes, you're a real one, Jinx. Hell yeah. Oh. Consider me woman boobs. <laughs> this is uh this is the way that D D is supposed to be played all right let's get into this shit let's get some fucking hardcore D D going right now okay all right. Yeah, we're all playing baby all right so as you guys are uh having a conversation with these ghosts uh they are talking nice and slowly and you guys just start stripping off your armor and clothing <laughs> <laughs> in front uh, of them yep and uh you know as they screaming hype train over and over again yep yep and pissing in the mouths of, of the dead mummies of course of course d and double d's yeah that's right freckle <laughs> right wow it is really hard to dm for for this i gotta say guys this is not <laughs> this is very oh do you want me to take my shirt off too? Will yeah. help? you Am might I... you might want to take over for me oh. yeah Okay. You know, you'll take over or take my shirt off? What do you uh, want me to do? Uh, take your shirt off, please. That'll make things okay. easier. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. oh my God. Yes. This is so ridiculous. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't even right now. This is just nuts. Uh, all right. So the, the, the gorgeous Phoenix Brigade has stripped down completely in front of these ghosts as they tell the tragic tale <laughs> Of how they and everybody they know were killed and turned into undead <laughs> monsters. Uh, and you don't seem to be taking their story very seriously at all. Uh, but they basically tell you that somewhere in this crypt is the study or the personal quarters of General Olanthius, the Death Knight, who killed himself in an effort to try to escape eternal damnation, but instead was just raised as a Death Knight by Zeriel and forced into eternal servitude. Uh, but they believe there is still some good in him and that he might be the key to finally putting them to rest so they can reach the afterlife. And that's episode 79 of the Rated RPG Podcast. We have one more episode to go to get you caught up for our Friday, July 8th live stream. 
We have yet to determine the exact start time of that live stream. It might be 5 p.m. Central U.S. time, could be 7 p.m. or 6 p.m. Central U.S. time. We're still working on it. Hey, thanks to our new sponsor. I don't know if you heard it, the uh, Rot Grub Checkoff. We have some weird sponsors lately. I like it. Also, uh, we're nearing the end of our adventures in Avernus, which means we're nearing the beginning of our next adventure, the Valley of Green Gold. And that adventure is going to consist of NPCs and locations and adventure hooks, all provided by the fine folks who support Rated RPG through Patreon. If you'd like to join them, if you'd like to become a Patreon supporter, you will also be able to submit NPCs, locations, and potentially adventure hooks. Just go to Rated RPG podcast.com we have everything you need right there huge thanks to our level 15 bards their cheese master 007 ardens davros alex Shermerhorn, uglaset mage a true goblin of culture scott mcgrath gbs trek random.guy holly summers ronald remus wiry traveler and john mangrum our rations and adventuring gear supporters are awesome too they're mongoose sean henry tony leblanc aiden r bossanova Bill, Spidey Mouse, Shane Who Loves Games, Danny Bell, Christian Go, Eric Soto, Freckled One, Jedi, Elizabeth Parcells, Banana Fish, Cold Shots, Great White Spark, and Nick. If you would like to support the Rated RPG Podcast, just go to RatedRPGPodcast.com. You'll find everything you need there. You can even buy us shots in advance of our July 8th live stream. I don't think it's going to get as crazy, but I don't know. Could. We just, we just don't know. Share the Rated RPG live live stream and podcast with people that you think might enjoy it. As we near the end of this adventure and the beginning of our next adventure, it would be great if we had some new folks to check us out. We're going to have a lot of new and interesting and fun things. I'm going to be a dungeon master for the new adventure and I still don't know what uh, sorts of characters the uh, the players, Emery, Aaron, Dion, and Brad are going to uh, are going to create for this. We're, I, I, we want to keep it loose. We want to have kind of an open world feel. So, it's all sort of uncharted territory for us. Hey, uh, give the Rated RPG Podcast a good review. Give it a thumbs up. Subscribe to it so you're always notified when a new episode is ready for your ears. And follow us on Twitter. Uh, Rated RPG Podcast is where you'll find us there. On behalf of everyone round ye old gaming table, thank you for enjoying Rated RPG.